Hiya, it's Caroline Stephen, financial journalist. We have a special episode of Talking Trading today with professional trader Jason McIntosh. Jason has been trading the markets for over three decades, and Chris Tate and Louise Bedford adore him. In fact, Jason's trading psychology, as well as his methodology, dovetail Louise Bedford so perfectly that she swears he's a trading brother from another mother. Jason's big break came when he was 21 years old in his final year at university. A friend was offered a part-time job at Bankers Trust, but he couldn't take it due to his uni timetable. And so his friend put Jason's name forward, and Jason got his lucky break. Over the next few years, he went from being a dealer's assistant to trading currencies, bonds and commodities. And in today's episode, Louise Bedford and Jason chat as Jason shares his life inside an investment bank dealing room, as well as specific strategies so that you can make the most out of today's markets. We hope you love Jason as much as we do. Before we go to his interview, let's hear Louise Bedford in Mind Power as she talks about reclaiming your inner 10-year-old and finding the value of play. Let's hear her now. Think back to when you were 10 years old. Often the purest things that we want can be traced back to a time when we had no time pressure, limited money, and every reason to play, to explore, to do things that we wanted to do because we wanted to do them. When I was 10, I used to make books and bind them and pretend I was a best-selling romance author. Funnily enough now, I'm an author even though not of romance novels. Sometimes I look at my children and I see the things that they spend their time on, the things that they're perfecting, and it's like as adults we have forgotten to play. We have forgotten that sometimes doing something for the sake of doing it can be the best form of meditation. One of the reasons why I respond to questions via email personally is because when I sent an author a letter when I was a child and that author didn't write back, I remember thinking to myself, when I grow up and I'm an author, no matter who writes to me, I will be writing back to them. I mean, email wasn't even around then, so I made a pact at that stage that that's what I would do. How about you? What are the things that you used to like doing as a child? Can you add some of those things back into your day to add some play so that you can enjoy your trader's life? Hi, everybody. I'm Tony Saliba, and I listen to Talking Trading with Caroline Stephen. You ought to, too. Louise Bedford here. I am so excited to introduce my friend Jason McIntosh to you. Jason's an independent trader and he's going to share some specific strategies so that you can make the most out of the markets today. Jason's big break came during his final year of university. A friend was offered a part-time job at Bankers Trust, BT you might remember it was called, but his friend couldn't take it due to his uni timetable. Luckily, 
his friend put Jason's name forward and he got his shot. And the next few years were a whirlwind for Jason. He went from being a dealer's assistant to trading currencies, bonds and commodities. So, Jason, was it an adrenaline rush back then for you? Louise, thank you for having me uh, online. It's really, uh, really fun to be here. Now, you mentioned adrenaline in, uh, in the intro, and when I think about that, I, uh, I think back to my, my first day in the, in the Bankers Trust dealing room. I remember I was, I was standing in the foyer of Australia Square Tower in Sydney, and uh, I just turned 21. It was four days earlier. Oh. <laughs> yes, it was a good 21st present. And, uh, and so, so I'm about to catch the lift up to the dealing room on level 40. So, so I jump, jump in the lift and I head up to level 38 first. That's where reception was and, and announced I'm there. And they sent, um, sent one of the junior traders down to collect me. Jump back in the lift, and I just remember like that trip up in the lift. I got the beads of sweat running down oh my, my side. Gosh, and so nervous! Yeah, it's. I think it's probably the most nervous I've ever been. <laughs> and uh, you know, my heart's running at you know thousand thousand beats a minute, you know, just about. And uh, mouth sore, dry. I'm wondering how I'm going to speak to anyone when I get up there. Uh, so the doors start to open, and as soon as the doors are opening, you can hear the you can hear the buzz of the of the trading floor. And uh, so we step into uh, into the hallway and we start walking walking around, step onto the trading floor, and seriously, it was like it was like stepping into a, another world. There were, you know, there, there are guys standing up with with a phone on either ear, others are gesturing at flashing screens. Um, you know, the guys yelling prices out to their colleagues on oh the other side of the desk. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I was terrified. At university, I'd read this um I'd read this book. It was called um. Bonfire of the Vanities. Oh and, yeah, uh, I know that book. And, yeah. Oh good. Yeah, it was, and they turned into a movie. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks had the uh, the starring role. It was, a, I don't think it rated that well, but I loved it. I thought it was great. And uh, and so Tom was uh, he he played the role of a high flying Wall Street bond trader. The the book coined the term um, Masters of the Universe mm. for for being like a you know. A, Wall Street investment banking um, trader type. So I'm standing there with all this commotion, chaos happening around me. I'm thinking, I, I, I'm standing here with amongst the masters of the universe, and because that was it, it was a scene out of the out of the movie. And uh, it's one of the most most vivid memories I've I've got from that from that period. And that was that was my start. That was my my introduction to the. Full on dealing room. I love that because now we kind of think of the dealing room more like out of the show Billions, where everybody's quiet and they're all against a whole bank of computer screens and and there isn't a lot of yelling and and screaming going on. But I guess back then it wasn't as computerized. It was something that was much more person to person contact with a lot more vivid loudness to the entire dealing room. Yeah, that's that's exactly right. I was talking to. um, I'm talking to a friend at one of the kids, my kids' um, soccer games on the weekend, and he was saying that he works at uh, um, one of the one of the big Aussie banks in the in the dealing room. I said, "Look, what's what's a dealing room like these days?" He goes, "Look, it's it's really different." He said, "It's like it's just, it's just like any other office environment. It's quiet. A lot of it's algorithmic driven. It's just not like it was back you know, back when we started out." So my dealing room days were were book, bookended by the '90s, 1991 to 1999. Like a scene from a movie. That's now it's fantastic. yeah, I love it's a that. scene from scene from Billions. A bit different. That's where the uh, the the adrenaline story kind of kind of ends. So trading, it's uh, it's I think it's such such an open term. At 
well, back in my day anyway in the dealing room, you had the one end you had the, the high octane guys, and these were like the, the spot foreign exchange traders and and the, the, the futures floor guys. But then you had the down the other end of the room you had the, the mathematical modelers and the position takers. And and these were the guys they do a lot of lot of thinking and, and things happen a lot slower. And that's the the side of the fence that I end up on. Now I think the um the best thing about Bankers Trust back then was that well actually I'll tell you tell you the two best things about BT back then. Firstly the they had some of the, the best traders in the business. Mm. And these guys well these were the ones who became my mentors. And I remember back in those back in the you know my Probably back in my first year, um, remember one of the one of the traders telling me that the word was that the average salary on level forty in Australia Square, which was a, the Bankers Trust dealing room, the average salary was higher than any other room in the country, and oh. and I wouldn't doubt that for a moment because yeah, and that that that's because of the caliber of the people that were were there. They were the they were the best in the business, and and so these were the the guys I got to got to learn from. And the other great thing about BT was they'd let you trade just about anything. So if you had an idea on on a market, whatever it may be, well, you could you could have a go. That's fantastic. So around about that same time in your life, I was putting on my first trade in 1990, I think it was, that I started working and trading alongside my job. So I had money in Bankers Trust back then because I was too oh, scared. Did you? Yes. I was too scared to use it all with my own trading account. And I was trying to work out what you guys were doing so that I could implement it in my own trading it, it just just reinforces like how lucky I was with my start because like I think a lot of people learn like you did they you know you, you're doing another job and you learn th- through a book yeah. and you you know it's trial and error and you, you're trying to find your way whereas I, I was thrown in in look I was thrown in the deep end but I was thrown in the deep end with a, with a lot of very smart smart people and I was able to learn from That's learn fantastic. from them it's um you can a book can be a great mentor if you've got the right people in the book. But it's even better if the the, the bookers you know, come to life and they're they're sitting around you. That was my start. It was um, look, it was it was really a dream, a dream beginning, and uh, I couldn't think of a better way to start start a career. And you've managed now to make trading a full time career. How do you feel your early experiences set you up for life as an independent trader? How I began and with the the mentoring I got, well, look, that was so important. It, Having the right people around you, it can it can just save save years of, of trial and error and trying to trying to find your way on your own. But it's the um, the transition from trading the bank's money to trading your own. It's it's another it's another step completely. I think the thing is like when you're at a bank, you kind of you kind of feel you have a little bit of a safety net in that you you know you've got a you've got you've got a salary coming in. Mm. You know, albeit a fairly fairly insecure salary because your salary is only as secure as your you know, your your, tr- your trades are good, but nonetheless you feel look I've got a I've got a you know, monthly paycheck coming in. Start trading your own money and not doing trading on the side whilst you're doing another job, but just you're you're there and that's your job. You're an independent trader and there's no other income coming through. It's 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 really hard. If you're working at the bank, the worst that can happen is you lose your job. And will you go get another job if you can in the in the trading world? 
when you're on your own, if you have a bad run of trades, the worst that can happen is you lose all your, your capital. And mindset's and, uh, so important as a trader too. You know, that's where I think a lot of our traders with Trading Game, with the mental program that I run, that transition process is so important when you're going from a job to being a full-time trader. I think that's a real key. Yeah, yeah. You've really got to get your head around being, got to get your head around being um, comfortable with the uncertainty that the you know, that the markets bring. It's uh, like I remember when um, so when when Bankers Trust finished in 1999, it was bought out by Deutsche Bank, and uh, a whole lot of us were were made made redundant. Me being one of them. The uh, a lot of us used a, a, a software package. I think I think Reuters produced it. And so the Reuters rep said, oh, look, you know, anyone who's been made redundant who wants to will we'll give you this charting package for free for six months. And if you want to you know, trade on, you know, do your own trading out, outside of the bank. And um, I thought, oh, yeah, I'll take that up. And so it was, it was a good deal because back at the time it was probably $2,000 a month to get. Mm, and it was, I it was remember. Hard to, Reuters terminals were really expensive. Yeah. It was, hard, it was hard to get data back in the 90s. We forget now because it's, it's just so quick and easy to get live feeds of stuff. But it was, it was hard and it was expensive. And so, so that was just to get the terminal. Then you had to pay for the data and stuff as well. So it was a lot, lot to it. Yeah. So, so the guy came, came out to my home to, to hook it all up. And uh, he said that out of all the dealing room who this was offered to, I was the only one who had taken it up. Even Professional traders, not everyone has the, the stomach to be a, a full-time independent trader. Now, some, some of these guys went off and got jobs doing other things, and they, you know, so not everyone wanted to do it. But, yeah, it's just it's, it's interesting. Uh, I, I thought, yeah, the, quite a few of these want to do it. package. You know, why yeah, not? I was, yeah. <laughs> I was the only one. And, uh, and that's the uncertainty factor. You know, you're swapping a regular paycheck for the uncertainties of the market. And uh, it's also a solo pursuit, which, which doesn't work for everyone. But look, for, for me, I guess, the thing's been that I haven't just been a trader. I've also done other things around that. So I co-founded a, an advisory and funds management business at the same time that I was trading, created a, a, an algorithmic trading service for a, for a big research firm, and, and, and now I'm running my own trading advisory service. So, and, and, and look, I think that's also, I think it's probably your experience as well, Louise, that like a lot of top traders say, they do something similar, they they might trade their own account, but then that's only part of their story. They'll do do other things as well. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the reason why Chris Tate and I set up Trading Game because it used to be, you know, I'd say, hey, do you want to meet for a cuppa once a month? Then it was once a week. Then it was every second day because there just was not enough to do as a full-time trader. And it didn't have that intensity of personal meaning behind it. A lot of people work for more than just money and I was finding with trading it didn't give me that kick of feeling like I was making a contribution so I needed more than that but as an independent trader now what's your life like Jason it's funny when um when I tell people I'm a trader they they somehow hear the words day trader uh, yeah and, I've got uh, that a lot too mm. yeah I think it's just that term trader is what what people think trader means and, uh, and and they picture me you know staring at a screen all day frantically buying and selling but you know the, the reality is just so different it's it's exactly like what you were just saying before about how you and Chris would 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 meet up because it wasn't that much you know you're not always doing stuff mm. in the markets yeah you know, the, the thing is I don't spend much time at 
all on the actual trading side. In fact, I could go days without placing a trade. And that, that's because largely it's because of the, the style of trading that I that I use. So look, some some traders are are day traders and they're very active and there's nothing wrong with day trading at all. It can be highly profitable. It's just a different type of trading. Uh, what I do, I look for for medium term trends. So I'm after after stocks that I could hold for maybe maybe a year, maybe two years, occasionally longer. And, and look, some trades may only last a, a few weeks. You know, some have lasted only a day or two. But it's those big medium-term trends where I make most of my money. And you don't need to be looking at your screen all day when you're holding a stock for for maybe maybe 12 months. And it's a counter in, it's counterproductive to keep looking at the screen. We find that there's a big difference between people getting educated and immersing themselves in the knowledge and then after they've started trading effectively, if they continue on at that level of activity, it's just tinkering with their trading system. Yeah, it's kind of like looking for something to do. Yes. If you, yeah, you've got some money in your account and you're looking for something to do, well, you can pretty much find something. Mm. And I'd, I'd see that back at Bankers Trust. You know, we'd, we couldn't just go and do something else because our job was to be at the bank. So you, you're there, you're looking at the screen all day. So you kind of find your way into a lot of marginal trades. Mm. And you think afterwards, I, I just shouldn't have taken that. I just did it because, you know, the... I didn't have any positions on and there was an expectation that I should be doing something, so I went and found something to do and now I regret doing it. I should have mm. just sat there and done nothing and waiting for a, waited for a, for a good setup. Yeah. And, and yeah, that, that's the, the discipline I get now through algorithmic trading. It's not about me sitting there looking for something. I just wait for the, the algorithms to find what I want, want it to find for me and then I'll go and do it. And that gives and you so much more time as well. I mean, I know that you're such an avid runner and that you've got four children and you're very involved with those kids' lives. So it does give you more scope for outside interests so that you don't have to just sit at a screen for eight hours a day and replace a job with your trading. I think most people don't realise that when they kick off. Look, that's, that's so true. Because I'm using algorithmic systems, my research time is now now minimal, and, and that gives me a lot of flexibility and it gives me a lot of freedom. So, you know, I sold my um, investment advisory funds management business back in 2007. So I left Bankers Trust in '99, and then in 2000 I set up this this other business. And uh, so I sold out in 2007. Very lucky I got out in 2007. I'd like to say it was by by um, good foresight, but it was completely due to luck. Everything was GSC. What, what, 12 months later? Mm. Probably less than that by yeah. the time I got out. And uh, But look, back then, my youngest twi- my youngest child was, was three. And look, I was really only seeing him on the weekends because I'd, I'd leave for work kind of just when he was waking up and he'd be in bed by the time I got home. And, you know, I was just over, over all that. So since 2007, I've been based from home. And so, so what's my life like now? Well, yeah, I have all this flexibility. I'm super fortunate how it's all worked out that I can balance my my trading and business around my kids activities and you know I've lost count of the number of school carnivals and plays and award ceremonies and mm. all, you know all that sort of stuff I've been to and and I'm lucky to be able to do this because I see the city-based dads rushing in and out but thanks to the markets and what I've how I've learned to to use them to have a career I've it gives me this fortunate position now. 
And I think that's the law. You know, so many people are looking to find an alternative. And in fact, I think so many people are looking for a system, a trading system that gives clear signals about when to buy and when to sell and a system that has a proven track record. Now, I know your trading system, Jason. I know it really, really well. My husband has followed your trading system for the past four years. So the reason why we've separated on this particular area where he's trading that system and I'm trading my system is for diversification and also he doesn't have the strong trading background that I have so having those clear buy and sell signals were absolutely it's so imperative I think that's a real key so can you go into a bit more information for everybody who's listening what are the key components of your trading system Oh, Louise, I, I always love hearing from people who use my service, like like your husband, Chris, and that's a test for me. You, you see, I know the system works, and I've got over 20 years of back testing, which tells me that, and I use it to trade my own family's portfolio. But what really, what really makes my day is when someone tells me that they've used my process and it's made them a good return. So, you know, Hearing, hearing has been working for Chris for, for four years. Is, you know, it's fantastic. And I'll tell you, I, I received an email from a, from a subscriber not long ago. And uh, over the, the 10 years prior to, to joining my, my service, he'd, he'd, lost, uh, he'd lost over $2 million. Mm. And he tells me that he did everything wrong. He'd, um, he'd, he'd have, have big bets. He'd trade speculative stocks with with large positions he'd buy um put all his money into into an options trade and it was all you know all hoping to get the um get that big hit and you know make a lot of money quickly he said that the key to turning it all around was to find a system or or like a a set of rules that he could follow and uh i heard from him not not long ago and uh because he emails in quite regularly and now he's doing it all right. He's he's buying into strength. Um, he's letting his letting his profits run. He's cutting losses, and 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 he's making money. So really, that's that's what my trading system is all about. It identifies high potential stocks. It it signals an entry level, uh, and then it calculates a, a precise exit point. And so really, it's it's taking taking somebody from 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 the start of the trade to the finish. That's great. And the thing that I've really liked is that it's so specific. I think that the similarities between your trading mindset and my trading mindset, it's so funny, Jason, it cracks me up. It's like you're my brother from another trading mother. (laughs) (laughs) But maybe it's because there's only just a few things that work in the markets. Maybe everything else that people are trying out there, there's sunspots, there's astrology, you know, it, what the heck is that all about? But <laughs> you know, you know, the best traders, best traders have been using the the, the same strategies for for decades. It's uh, a lot, lot of the lot of the strategies are, are nothing new. They're basically just variations of the the same winning methods that have been been used for for a long time. So it's it's no surprise at all that you know you and I and and, and Chris Tate we've all sort of found our way here through. Uh, we've got here by different means. But we've found the same processes that work. There, there are other things that work as well. There are fundamental guys, value guys, or you know, 
there are many strategies at work. But yeah, the ones ones that we use, it's um, they're they're tried and tested over over many years, and they they do produce results when followed correctly. you can harness one of the planet's best trading minds as your personal secret weapon. Jason McIntosh, our favourite professional trader, is now willing to give you his free training so that you can grab the share market rewards that you deserve. You'll see his trades, entries, exits and trading rules and get his incredible views on the markets for free. Go to motiontrader.com.au forward slash talking trading so you can watch this intensive training as our guest that website again motiontrader.com.au forward slash talking trading and guys we hope you've loved hearing jason mcintosh and his views on the market Stay tuned for next week's show to hear more with Louise Bedford and Jason and his three decades of trading experience. We'll see you next week. Take care. As always, if you like this show, please be sure to tell a friend. This is super important because word of mouth is the most powerful way that people can get in touch with us. You can also subscribe on Apple Podcast and make sure you give us a big fat five-star review because it helps people find us. You'll also notice that Talking Trading doesn't use sponsors and barely advertisers. This is because Chris Tate and Louise Bedford fund this show from tradinggame.com.au. If you'd like to get Louise's five-part free e-course, register at tradinggame.com.au. So until next week, happy trading. The views represented on Talking Training are general in nature and do not take into account your objectives, financial situation or needs. Before acting on any of the information, consider its appropriateness in regards to your own situation. Want to know the hottest sectors in the Aussie market? Now's your chance. Download my free Hot or Not special report from tradinggame.com.au slash hot or not. That website again, tradinggame.com.au slash hot or not.